0: Welcome to the Frugal Family Home Podcast, where my goal is to help you be more intentional with your time, your money, and your life. I'm your host, Shelly Olson from FrugalFamilyHome.com. Hello, and welcome to to episode 26 of the frugal family home podcast. In this episode, I wanted to share 25 kitchen staples that I keep on hand in my frugal kitchen. When you stock up on inexpensive ingredients to cook with, your meals automatically cost less money when made with those than those made with expensive ingredients. This list of 25 items isn't an exhaustive list of what I stock, but these are a good start on building your own frugal pantry. Most of these items are stable and can be kept in the pantry, but a few items need to be kept in the freezer. I see the freezer as an extension of my pantry, and so I've included items that I stock in my freezer too. So let's get started with the 25 items I always stock in my frugal pantry. The first one is oats. Oats are really usable in a lot of different types of recipes. I usually purchase my um, rolled oats and oat groats in the bulk food sections of Winco. They're about 25 to $0.35 a pound, depending on sales and things like that. And I use um, rolled oats to make our oatmeal packets as filler in meatloaf. And I also use leftover oatmeal in things like um, our baked goods muffins things like that the oat groats are a nice variation of regular oatmeal for breakfast rice is a second item and it is really inexpensive it's so easy to make and can be used in so many dishes rice is great to combine with beans to make a nice vegetarian dish and we always enjoy rice with our stir fry. And I usually try to make stir fry either once or twice a month to use up any veggies that are hanging out in the crisper drawer that just need to be used up so they don't go back. And one other way we use rice is we'll use leftover rice from the night before dinner to make our own rice cereal, which is really good. Number three is dried beans, peas, and lentils. Dried beans are a great frugal pantry item. They cost less than canned beans. And for one pound of dry beans you prepare yourself, you can get about four cans of canned beans. And the one pound of beans costs the same amount as one can of prepared or canned beans. So it is a really good way to keep the costs down. If you and your family enjoy beans, make sure to buy the dried beans and make them yourself. You can use beans in soups, stews, for vegetarian meals, or even on a salad. it's They can be used in so many things. I have even seen beans used in brownie and fudge recipes. So they're really versatile and inexpensive. At about 50 to 60 cents a pound, they're very inexpensive. Pasta is the next item at under a dollar a pound, and sometimes down as low as 50 cents a pound. It's a good way to beef up your dinner. You can use a little meat, With some vegetables and some pasta, and make quite a really nice meal or casserole for your family. So, that is also included in my frugal pantry. Eggs are the next thing. Eggs are just a wonderful frugal protein. You can eat them for breakfast, you can boil them for hard boiled eggs for a snack, or make egg salad sandwiches with them, or you can use them to have breakfast for dinner. We enjoy omelets and pancakes or waffles with eggs and sausage for dinner. It's a great way to make a frugal meal that your family will love. I usually end up paying about 10 cents an egg when I buy eggs at a uh, five dozen at a time. And since eggs keep about a month, we can go through five dozen eggs in about a month without any trouble. So it's a good inexpensive protein source to include in your frugal pantry. The next item is yeast. Yeast I use in my baking recipes or yeast bread recipes. I save a lot of money by making my own breads, rolls, and for cinnamon rolls, things like that, then buying them. I can easily make a whole 12 or 24 batch of cinnamon rolls for much less than it costs for four at the store. And it's nice to have treats like that even if you are on a budget. Yeast is something that I buy in the bulk. Either at Costco, I'll buy a two pound container of it at Costco or at Winco Foods, you can find a one pound container at a good price or you can find it in the bulk foods also. What I do is I take a little out of the package. I put it into my um, into a sealed container in the fridge and the rest of it I use my food saver to vacuum it down and it stores very nicely this way for a very long time. One word of caution though, if you're going to be baking often with yeast like I do, avoid those little packages of yeast in the store. They are really high priced for what you get and you can do much better by purchasing the yeast at the in the bulk or in the one or two pound packages if you're going to use it um, regularly. And if you don't bake with yeast very often, I, you probably need baking soda or baking powder on hand because if you're not using yeast in breads or other baked goods, you're going to need one of those too. And I purchase both of those in bulk at Costco. They're just less expensive there. I can stock up and I can keep it on hand unless I can find a good sale on baking soda at the store. I use them to save money mainly by using them in pancakes and muffins and biscuits and chocolate chip cookies. Instead of purchasing them, I make them at home and that helps us to save money. Next item is potatoes potatoes are great because you can eat them for breakfast lunch or dinner and at 10 cents a pound they're really inexpensive i usually buy 10 to 20 pounds at a time store them in a box in our garage so they stay nice and cool and they'll last quite a while that way the next item number nine is onions and onions are something that can be used in So many dishes, it's very good to have them on hand. They add a lot of flavor to different dishes and casseroles and things like that. I usually find them for about 40 cents a pound and I I usually buy three to five pounds at a time. If I find a super good deal on onions, I will buy more and if it's more than I can use and um, before I think they'll go bad, then I will prepare them for the freezer. And now we're on to number 10, which is flour. And flour is something that I keep in my kitchen because like I mentioned before, um, I do a lot of baking and so we use quite a bit of flour. I usually try to find it about 30 cents a pound. If I find it less than that, I like to stock up and it can not only be used for baking, but a thickening agent too. Another item that we use all the time out of the pantry is oil. Because we have to eat dairy-free, I stock oil instead of butter because it's less expensive, and I found I can substitute oil in any time I need butter in pretty much almost any recipe, and it works out great. If butter is a little bit expensive for your budget, you might try switching to oil for some of your recipes, if not all of them, and save. The next item is sugar, honey, or molasses. If you don't use regular sugar, you might use honey or molasses, and these are great for using in the baked goods that you have and making your own items. Like we don't buy pancake syrup anymore. I make our own for just pennies per serving and we love it now. We just can't stand the stuff at the store anymore. So it really helps us to save money. And I usually stock up on sugar when sugar hits $1.99 for a four pound bag or less. Cocoa powder is the next staple that I use. Again, this is another baking staple that I use in many things. Instead of baker's chocolate squares, which can be more expensive, I will use cocoa powder and a little oil. We use it for homemade um, hot chocolate or for our double chocolate donuts, brownies, things like that. The next item is bone broth. Bone broth is so good for you, and it's great for frugal meals like soups, stews, casseroles, or for making your own sauce bases. And you can purchase it at the store in boxes or cans, but I prefer to make my own. When I cook a whole chicken, when I remove the meat from the bones, I will just put it in the crock pot and make our own bone broth. I also do that with any other meats that have bones in them, like ham or um, beef and we make our own bone stock you can even make shrimp stock from shrimp shells and i'll be sure to link to my recipe for homemade chicken broth which is the same for pretty much any other bone broth in the show notes the next item is frozen fruits and vegetables Um, instead of purchasing fresh fruits and vegetables frozen fruits and vegetables can be such a great buy and you can either do this yourself if you have a garden and you have extra produce go ahead and freeze your extra um, surplus vegetables and fruits out of the garden or if you go to you pick that's a great thing to do is to freeze them for later use or just pick it up at the store they are usually so much better than the bland tasteless fresh fruit you can get out of season anyways and you can save money too Another option is canned fruits and veggies because some frozen um, veggies are not as desirable as a canned. And canned fruits and veggies are a good alternative to fresh um, because it's just less expensive and you don't have to have a freezer to store it if your freezer is already packed full of other things. The next item is tomato paste. And I love tomato paste. I can water it down. I can use it in ketchup recipes. I can make my own pizza sauce. It's one of the tomato products I always keep on hand in my kitchen. Next item is nut butters and peanut butter. They're a good source of protein and a lot less expensive than uh, meat. And we keep both peanut butter and sun butter on hand. I make sun butter from scratch and we stock up on peanut butter whenever it's at its rock bottom price. Another item that we stock is tuna and salmon that's canned. We like to eat fish every once in a while, but fresh and frozen fish can be kind of expensive. So to keep fish in our diet without blowing our budget, I will buy canned salmon and tuna and make tuna patties or put it in casseroles. It works out great. We get to eat some fish and it's not as expensive either. Ground beef is another item that I stock in the freezer for my pantry. I used to purchase ground turkey or chicken on sale, but I've noticed the price of the ground turkey and chicken is going up while, the, while I can get the ground beef on sale more often. So usually I will stock up when the price hits to $2.99 a pound. And if it hits below that, like at $2.49 a pound, I will buy more than 10 pounds at a time and really stock up. I brown it to use in casseroles, we make homemade hamburger patties, I will make meatballs and meatloaf for the freezer. It is great and when you can get it for right around $2 a pound or a little bit more. It's a good protein to have on hand. Now let's get into the chicken that I stock in my freezer. I stock whole chickens in the freezer. I buy them whole when I can get them for less than a dollar a pound. I usually like to pick them up for around 79 or 89 cents a pound. Makes them a really good deal then. And I will prepare the chicken by taking it out of the bag, putting some herbs and seasoning on them, and then dropping them into a freezer bag. A gallon size one usually fits a four to five pound bird. And then just freezing them. And then all that's left to do is thaw and put it in the roaster or the slow cooker and cook it. And then I use the bones to make that bone broth that I mentioned earlier. So you get a really good value from a whole chicken and um, we'll eat the chicken the first night, and the second night we'll make like enchiladas or burritos. Next chicken item that I stock is boneless skinless chicken breast. Now some people might think though that, well, that's not really frugal, that's expensive, but if you compare the price of boneless skinless chicken breasts to other protein sources, they are really a good buy, and I can find them regularly for under two dollars a pound. I usually pay about $1.79 a pound at our local grocery store, or if I really want to stock up, I'll buy 40 pounds from Zykon Fresh. And my last chicken purchase was 40 pounds for $1.49 a pound. And that is such a good buy. It's hard to find good protein, lean protein for $1.49 a pound. And so that's something that is that we stock in our frugal pantry. Few more items to go. The 23rd item on my list of 25 frugal items to stock in your pantry is a pork loin. Now a pork loin is this big long piece of meat that is usually vacuum sealed and this isn't a pork tenderloin this is like the whole loin and I can usually pick these up at the grocery store or Costco for right around two dollars a pound and when I pick a pork loin up um, at the store, I will cut the ends off to make two pork roasts, and in the middle, I will cut up into pork chops, and if you buy um, ready-cut pork chops, either boneless or bone-in, they're about $4 a pound, and this being $2 a pound with about 10 minutes of work to cut it up, it's really an inexpensive um, meat source to have on hand. And if you've never purchased or cut a pork loin up before, I will link in the show notes to my freezer cooking tutorial on how to cut up a pork loin on YouTube. Our next item on the list is spices. Now, I didn't include every single one, but ones that we keep on hand regularly are onion powder, garlic powder, parsley, oregano, basil, you know, just the basic ones, salt and pepper. and. What I do is when I need spices, I stock up on them at the in the bulk foods. It's better to buy them in the bulk foods because they're a lot less expensive. You can buy just what you need and you don't have to purchase those small bottles that can be more expensive. And our last item is dried fruit. It's a great alternative to candy, and if you have your own dehydrator, you can make your own dry fruit out of surplus out of the garden, or if you go you pick fruit, you can dry your own. If you don't have a dehydrator, then Winco Foods, if you have one of those near you, has a great bulk food section, and they have a wide variety of dried fruit there. So those are the 25 items that I would recommend you stock to have a nicely stocked frugal pantry in your home. If you want to get a printable version of this list or find the links that I mentioned here in the podcast or things that I talked about, go to frugalfamilyhome.com forward slash podcast forward slash 26. And thanks so much for listening today and be sure to subscribe and we'll see you next time.